0: You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network
1: Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, You are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking you the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. Well, no one to stop us this time.
2: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 426 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, here with Congestion, and the expert, Mr. Marquette Markellus Reagan.
1: Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
2: You. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review, the newest movie from Rob Zombie. It's a reboot, or is it a prequel, or is it a porn parody? (laughs) It's The monsters. But before we get into that, how the hell is everyone doing? Markellis Reagans, the big E is over. Your life returns to normal. Yes.
1: Yeah, I worked a nice uh, 12-hour shift last night, and uh, yeah, the biggie is finally over, and I am freaking exhausted. Now I get to move on with my life. I can't imagine a world where I'm like, oh, I can go to the movies now. (laughs) Or, holy crap, there's a new Star Wars TV show on it. Maybe I can find some time to watch it. It's a whole other world. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be done with it. I'm glad to get back to the state of normalcy that is weekly podcasting.
2: Perfect. Aubrey Litchfield, how are you?
0: I am congested, congested, congested. I am, like, allergic to the world right now. So I don't know what's going on, but it's annoying. You going to make it? Yeah, I'm just allergic to everything.
2: You're going to make it? Plenty more time to watch movies and podcasts. I guess we won't expect a TikTok from you this week.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'll make one. I'll just be really nasally.
2: Some people are into that. You never know. There's an audience (laughs) for everything. Joey, how are you doing this week? I... Am same as it ever was exhausted, <laughs> just, I have been laid to waste uh, just working so much. And I crushed like a whole bunch of things into the span of 48 hours <laughs> over the weekend that it w- was not restful. So I got, I worked all day at both jobs. So on Friday, so I worked 8am uh, to 9, 9pm 9 on Friday. I came home and I watched the movie The Room, which I love and I've seen a million times, but I watched it. I had to watch it because I was doing a guest appearance on another podcast. So then Saturday, I got up, I went grocery shopping. I came home, I unloaded the groceries, then I went to the movies and saw Smile, then I left. The theater to cease from seeing Smile, and I drove to the mall and worked at job number two from five to nine thirty. Then I drove home and jumped on the computer and recorded a guest appearance. And we watched a thing talking about the room. Wow! <laughs> so that was and so Sunday. I was a mess, and I still had some errands to do and some chores, and I had to record a guest appearance on Silver Screen Savers talking about Smile.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, why the hell did you purposefully go out to? watch smile
2: I was just trying to figure out when I could fit it into my life and that was the best I could do. So uh, so those two podcasts are coming up in the future, but then thankfully I had watched The Munsters earlier in the week. So I had time to sit down and, on Sunday and watch actually watch movies that I wanted to watch. And I watched a couple movies, neither of which were very good. I watched the movie Fall. Wait, is that the uh,
1: people on the the Long Tower thing? Yes. Oh. It had
2: nothing to do with the seasons at all. <laughs> Summer and... And spring did not show up in the mid-credits scene unfortunately. Uh, isn't
1: is Isn't that the one with uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in like a weird like a uh, Indian type of movie? Isn't that The Fall? W-
2: that's The Cell.
1: <laughs> the Cell. What am I th- Oh no, The Fall. Wait, there is a movie called The Fall from the same director. That's amazing. That's what oh, I'm okay. thinking of.
2: Well, unfortunately no Jenny from the Block in this one. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Actually, it's very blah and uh, not very good. So The Fall kind of sucked and then I watched my best friend's exorcism on Prime Video, which I was very excited about. We almost did it on the show, like an 80s set horror comedy about girls in high school and one of them gets possessed by a demon. Are they just being high school girls mean to each other or is one of them actually possessed by a demon? Great concept. Horrible execution. (laughs) It was not very good at all. I was so disappointed. <laughs> and it had the most cynical 80s setting of like someone in a boardroom, it felt like was like, hey, kids love Stranger Things. We better set this in the 80s it was just i know it's based on a novel so maybe the novel's better but in terms of an actual movie to watch I was just not into it at all like i just it could not grab me just just imagine how much it had to be bad mark to be a movie about high school girls being mean to each other and i didn't like it
1: seriously that's like writing your wheelhouse dude that that's that's a qualifier for a movie of a year just on i the know. alone
2: it was like high school girls being mean to each other horror comedy it had ticked all the boxes and it just didn't hit the, hit the home run and even awesome. close I'm Not a, Barely a single So was not feeling Either of those two movies But at least I got to watch them So I got some movies In this weekend Which was good I, I'm up to 118 movies I had not seen before This year And my goal for the year Was 120 So I'm gonna make it We're just gonna have to see If I can get to 150 Oh god But enough about us You know what Let's talk some more About us Mark Ellis Reagans Please Tell the listeners Where they can find more So Wizard podcast
1: all right, so everybody can head on over to sowizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our tea Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey. Joey.
0: A lot of work okay
2: you have to organize the guests you have to do a google calendar and then you build a following it takes a lot of time (sighs) never gets old from one of the best
1: movies of the year mark yeah yeah if you say so i mean i'll have to watch it again (laughs) if it comes
2: out if if it comes out on dvd uh before the end of the year i'll give it a rewatch well I'm afraid I've got some good news for you, Mark. It's out on Blu-ray as we speak. I added it to my Amazon wish list the other day. It is not. It's
1: probably coming out soon. Wait, you're telling me I can go out and get this movie on Blu-ray? right now if i wanted to yeah wow i guess I'll i be- wasn't
2: expecting it either that's why i ended added it to my wish list so i could people could get it for me for christmas but it's already out
1: nice all right well i will be re-watching it soon and i will see if uh, a second viewing changes my opinion of it at all probably i not. doubt it <laughs>
2: <laughs> probably not all right so One thing we wanted to touch on real quick, some news that dropped in the past week. Deadpool 3 is official. It's got an official release date. It's definitely happening. No conjecture, no rumor, no nonsense. And we got a video from Ryan Reynolds explaining what was going on and also announcing that Hugh Jackman will officially be back as Wolverine in this movie. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you think?
0: I think it's fake. I don't think that uh, he's actually going to be in it. I think they're just doing it just to prank everybody. And it's all just a big, huge joke.
2: Wow. Uh, Markellis Reagans, do you think this is a joke? No, I think it's real.
1: I think it's definitely happening. Uh, But it's also completely new territory for the MCU. So anything's possible. I don't feel any kind of real stakes to this at all. You know what I mean? Like Deadpool, this is Deadpool's first time in the MCU and arguably Wolverine's first time in the MCU. So yeah, you know, like who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice that there's a movie coming out. It's nice that Hugh Jackman is coming back for Wolverine. I'm sure they're gonna put him in either all black leather or the brightest yellow and blue costume that they can find. You know, it's it's a cute like little thing, but you know, again, it's just to me, it's just like it's like whipped cream on a Sunday. You know, it's, it's there's nothing really tangible there. It's just whatever.
2: I don't think it's a joke because they well maybe it is. I mean, they yeah. No, because the way that the internet reacted to the news, like even if they were planning on it being a joke, like there's no way they can take it back now. Like everybody lost their fucking minds. I'm not really all that nostalgic for uh, Fox X Men. I mean, when was the last good one? Uh, X2 X Men United. And that was. How long ago was that? 19 years ago? X-Men First Class was a good one. It did have January Jones in her underwear for half the movie, so I guess that's a positive. Uh, Anything's better than her acting. I was going to go see it anyway. I like the Deadpool character in the movies. This is kind of just, like you said, Mark, it's kind of like the icing on the top of the cake. But I I, I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. When I'm sitting in the theater and it's happening, I'll believe it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, back in the day, I would be doing super mental gymnastics of trying to figure out how they're going to tie all of this together. I don't even care at this point. Everything after Endgame is like just bonus stuff. All I wanted them to do is just stick the landing with Endgame. Everything else, they can do whatever they want. I don't care.
2: All right. Well, sounds like we're a little all over the place. I guess we'll figure it out once we get a review of the movie in two years. <laughs> right. <laughs> so year 10. <laughs> God. Actually, when it comes out, we'll be starting year 11. <laughs> oh, Lord. Year 11 starts now. Deadpool 3. <laughs> <III. laughs> Mark's crying right out of the corner. I really am. So we'll see in the future what happens with Deadpool 3. But now it's time for our review. Rob Zombie's The Munsters. This went direct-to-video, direct-to-streaming, and direct-to-Netflix. So we all had a chance to watch it. And there is no theater experience required. Sit home and watch The Munsters so as always, we're going to start with some discussion, non-spoiler, our impressions, and you'll know what we thought if you haven't watched the movie yet. We will uh, not spoil it for you, and then Mark will drop the drop, delineating the spoilers, so you can bounce if you haven't seen it yet. The rest of you can stick around. We'll have some more in-depth discussion. But to get started, Aubrey Litchfield, are you a fan of the Monster?
0: No, I never watched the monsters ever. I uh, maybe like an episode here and there, but I was not like a avid monsters watcher. Okay.
2: Uh, Marcellus
1: Reagans. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was a fan of the monsters, but I did watch a lot of it as a kid. Uh, because I'm old, we only had three channels back in <laughs> the day. If the monsters was on, that's what I'm watching. So uh, yeah, I did watch a handful of episodes. I understand the concept of it, but I wouldn't say I was like a a big fan of the monsters.
2: Okay. I'm probably in the same boat as you, Mark. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a fan or I own like merchandise, but I certainly liked it. Also being as old as dirt, uh, <laughs> living, growing up here in Western mass, we got a couple of channels from New York that played a lot of reruns of old stuff. And I think it was channel nine or channel 11, but they used to play the Munsters all the time. It was like the Munsters, Andy Griffith show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam's family like all that kind of stuff so I definitely watched a lot of it when I was a kid but I'm not gonna sit here and say like I loved it or anything like that or I was obsessed with it or anything so Aubrey did you watch this straight on Netflix
0: I did thankfully I thought that I had to pay for it and I said that to Max and he was like don't you listen to your own show Joey told you (laughs) 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 I was like obviously not (laughs) So I was pretty relieved I got to watch it for free.
2: Well... I like this guy already. Um, I'm glad that you <laughs> you didn't watch the wrong movie either. So I know
0: he paid attention. <laughs> didn't show for up me. ready
2: to discuss the Adams Family <laughs> duology.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is a third Adams Family movie that has Tim Curry as Gomez, isn't there? It's even better. Yeah, I think
1: you're right. I think there was a direct to video
2: version of that. 1998's Adams Family Reunion, which is direct to DVD, starring Daryl Hannah as Morticia. My Callus, you rented it from Redbox? You watched it on Netflix?
1: <laughs> no, there actually was a screening nearby, so I figured I'd uh, take time out of my busy schedule to go watch it on a big screen. Shut up. <laughs> no.
2: <We did> not. <laughs> no, I uh,
1: just barely got a chance to watch it, like right before we started recording the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow okay i had a busy, right. had a busy weekend and it was not a yeah, lot enough time for uh the monsters in my my weekend
2: <laughs> well it's fresh now in your mind that's good so <laughs> i got to watch it like a week ago when i realized it was direct to streaming direct to video I saw a couple people's reviews start to pop up on Red, uh, excuse me, on Letterboxd, and they weren't people that usually get screeners. Like uh, right away, I like Rosa from uh, Latinx Lens. Like she gets screeners of stuff in advance and goes to advanced screening. So if she had a review of something, I'm like, okay, well, you know, she actually loves movies. These were people that would not have that kind of access. And I was like, wait a minute i immediately went on fire stick and it it has to have leaked it had to have leaked because there was pristine (laughs) 1080p copies available right there someone in the uh, warehouse in china must have scanned it up because (laughs) it was a perfect copy so i was able i was excited i was able to get ahead on our watching especially knowing i had a crazy weekend coming up so that's how i watched it was on so we all checked it out Now it's time to tell the people, non spoiler, what we thought of this movie, Aubrey Litchfield. I I feel like I already know, but go ahead.
0: This movie was so boring. boring so boring i did like cinematically it looks pretty like i like all the bright colors but other than that it's fucking boring
2: are you a rob zombie fan not
0: really i think he's overrated and does the same thing over and over again like i don't hate him i can't say that i hate him like i hate cold play but <laughs>
2: that's rough ouch rob zombie's <laughs> listening to this you are much better than Coldplay, okay? <laughs>
0: yeah, like, I can't I can't say that he's awful. Like, what he does works for him. It's not, like, my ears bleed listening to him kind of thing. I don't really watch his movies because, again, like, I don't, horror movies are not my thing. Old, old movies, like, his style, totally not my thing. So, like, he's just a collection of things that are not my thing. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, so, I mean, th- this movie was really boring for me.
2: Markelis Reagan's fresh from just hitting stop on Netflix. What did you think? Uh,
1: okay, so I, I have a caveat. Number one, uh, as, a, as the resident Coldplay fan on the show, uh, I like Coldplay. I just want to put that out there. Uh, number two, <laughs> so I worked a lot this weekend to finish up the biggie, and I started to watch... I had a lot of stuff to do while I was uh making time to watch the monsters. So I pushed play, I started watching it, and I'm like, oh yeah, this could be this could be cool. This could be cool. And about ten minutes into it, I was snoring profusely. Uh, so I I did watch the movie, but I watched it in in chunks in between naps. Cause uh I'm tired. I'm an old man, I'm tired. Let me let me start by saying I really appreciate what Rob Zombie was going for. The thing that I don't understand is who this movie was made for, but I agree with Aubrey. I think visually he's amazing. He has a great style. He reminds me of Zack Snyder where visually they can knock it out of the park. When it comes to the script, that's where they're not exactly at their strongest. I appreciate the efforts of this movie. I don't think it quite works as a movie, but if you were a Munsters fan and you are interested in how Rob Zombie uh, we'll do a, re- a reboot of it. I think it's it might be worth it. It's on Netflix, so
2: you don't have to go out to watch it. All right. Um, Mark, and outside of this, are you a fan of his movies or music?
1: Not a fan of his music, not a fan of his movies, the ones that I have seen. Uh, I did read his script for The Crow because Rob Zombie was going to make a Crow movie, and I did read that script, and it was awful.
2: <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm like, hey, at least the guy has the visual parts down.
2: Worse than the crow with Edward Furlong?
1: I've never seen that one. Worse than the one with David Boreanaz? Wait, isn't that the same one? <laughs>
2: is it? I don't know. It's I'm the same throwing one. Him out of there, thought, <laughs> Even worse than the one with Kirsten Dunst?
1: That was a good one. That was actually <laughs> that was actually a good crow
2: movie. I will stand by that. Damn it. Even worse than the one where it's the basically the same movie as the first one, except the crow is some annoying French guy. <laughs> It was definitely worse than that one. I, oh, I, I what are you I, doing? A <laughs> <laughs> crow, a fly.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that there were multiple crow movies.
1: There's only three. All right, all right. Technically, there's four, there but one. I'm only going to acknowledge three of them.
2: You're going to make me look up the crow saga. <laughs> <on> fucking Google. <laughs> it's all about crows. <laughs> excuse me there is the crow yes the crow colon city of angels yep the crow colon salvation yes
1: that's good and the one.
2: crow colon wicked prayer <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah wicked prayer does not exist in the uh in my version of the, the crow cinematic universe
2: now i kind of want to see a, a movie where the crow is like dropping like baguettes on like people I'm <laughs> like that movie sucks ass wow okay um, sorry, we got a huge tangent there. I apologize. The Munsters, how did I feel about it? I didn't think it was very good at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have a lot to say and we'll get into it in spoilers, but I, I just, I don't get it. And I agree with Mark. I don't understand who this was for. Uh, I agree with Aubrey. It was at times a tedious watch and it just didn't hit on any level for me. There are some things that I found positive in it, and I will get into those in spoilers because I don't want to spoil them because they did take me by surprise, some cool visual stuff that was done. But for the most part, it was just awful. It's just just awful. I'm so sorry, Rob, if you're listening to this. I apologize. But I don't really like your music, and I really don't like your movies, and this didn't help at all. (laughs) It's so disappointing because I remember a million years ago, he was on MTV Cribs and they showed his house and he had all these fucking like horror movies and all these like VHS tapes and like cool shit all over his house. And he was talking about how he's going to direct a movie. And I was like, wow, that's the guy that's going to make a kick ass horror movie. Right. And turns out it's not. And it's definitely not the guy to make a kick ass Munsters movie. I'll tell you that. Needless to say, three thumbs down <laughs> across the board, unfortunately. Yes. But we got to spoil it. Really, the only way to deep dive into this is to spoil it. So, Marcellus, please drop the drop and spoil the monster. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One well, clear spoiler.
0: <laughs> nah, Here's a spoiler. Nah. You will die alone.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's. We're gonna make things hard on you, Aubrey. What did you like about this movie?
0: I I like the visuals. Um, There's a scene where Lily first sees Herman and she's like, it, it shows her and then there's like the side pan and then the hearts in the background and stuff that that scene was really cool. The visual effects like that were really cool. The the lighting effects were really cool. He used really nice lighting colors in the movie. Uh, There's a lot of, like, bright greens, and I I really liked that. The wardrobe is good. I had no complaints over how everyone looked. Everyone acted really good. Surprisingly, his wife can act. I feel like that's why he keeps making these movies, so she has an income. That was probably it. It was visually nice to look at.
2: All right. Markellis Reagans, things you liked about the
1: movie? Uh, You know, I'm going to agree with Aubrey. I thought uh, his wife was actually really good. I thought all of the actors were really good. I think the performances are actually pretty solid if you are a, you know, if you are familiar with the original TV show. I think they did a really good job of not copying the original characters, but definitely making sure that you understood who they were. Uh, I thought the guy that did Herman Munster, even though he sounded nothing like the original guy, I thought he was actually really funny. I thought he had really good comic timing, uh, and and the grandpa character too. Uh, I like the the guy that played her brother, uh, the werewolf brother. I thought that was pretty funny. If you are a monsters fan and you you know wanted to see their origin story, I think this does a really good job of showing exactly how they got together. That's that was the interesting part of it. Uh, if you wanted to know wh- how they got Spot, they explain how they got Spot. They explain how they got thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Like they. You know, this is a great origin story for the monsters if you want to know, if you're a fan of the monsters and you want to know how it happened. Again, the visuals, amazing. Uh, I like the little tricks where they show like the hearts and the lightning bolts in the background. That was annoying. There was one part where they were doing like, a, like an animation sequence that I thought was pretty cool. And anytime they made a reference, like the 60s TV show, like a black and white 60s TV show, I thought that was cool too, Paying how homage to the original show. So
2: there's good elements in
1: there. It's pretty to look at. And that's about it.
2: All right. All right. So, Mark, you didn't like the effect when it would show like something behind someone's head like that. You didn't like that?
1: I, I didn't like it. And I thought it was like when I first saw it, I didn't understand it. And then they just kept doing it over and over again. So then I just got annoyed by it.
2: All right. Well... I will say the things I liked about this movie, I'm going to agree with Aubrey and Mark. I, I, I think it looks ridiculous. It looks kind of like a porno parody, but I think that worked, if that makes sense. Like the aesthetic of everything like worked. Like, it was bright and neon and weird, and it just gave off a strange vibe. And I think that was maybe what they were going for, but it, it certainly worked. It's It was, I don't want to say unsettling because it wasn't like hard to watch or anything, but it just made you feel like you were looking at something different. And I, I don't think that was a bad thing, but it, it took a little getting used to. It. I want to say maybe like 15 minutes into it, my brain kind of went like, okay, I get what this is now. And I was able to kind of enjoy it a little bit more than I should have. I liked the effect. I will agree with Aubrey. I liked the effect when they would have like weird hearts behind their head or lightning bolts or whatever. There were a couple cool camera things that happened uh, off the top of my head. I can remember um, grandpa was walking into a room and the camera like flipped upside down and kind of like followed him along the stairs. I thought that was there were some interesting camera stuff there. I really did like that animated sequence towards the end as well, Mark. I thought that was really well done. I was surprised that that existed. I was like, whoa, whoa, what's this? And then, (laughs) of course, it went away immediately. I will say as much as it was lame, I really did enjoy the weird vampire techno music. Oh, God. <laughs> Especially... <laughs> If you watch it with the subtitles on, all those songs had lyrics that were ridiculous. <laughs> so it just made me laugh every single time. All of these weird electronic dance music songs about vampires that were just absolutely insanity. So I found that amusing. I, I think his wife is pretty hot, dude, I got to tell you. So even though she's older than me and you, Mark, oh. she looks good. She looks good. <laughs> good for him. You, she looks good. Yeah, good for him and good for her. High <laughs> five. I- yeah, I mean, I might have had one or two sensible chuckles here or there. I, I can't remember the the joke, but the guy that played Grandpa did a good job, and he had a couple one-liners in there that made me chuckle. And I do appreciate, um, whether I like the movies or not, I do appreciate that Rob Zombie goes and gets all these actors that are like character actors or forgotten actors from old horror movies and stuff, and and brings them into his movies and gives them roles and gives them jobs. I think that's uh, something admirable that he does, whether you like the movies or not, because those people don't deserve to be working at, like, Popeyes or something. (laughs) Like (laughs) some of these people have been in some, some classic movies and, and they deserve uh, their time to shine some more. So I do appreciate that. But for the most part, it, this movie for the positives is really just I kind of like the aesthetic a little bit. Sherry Moon Zombie's hot. A couple sensible chuckles. And a couple cool camera tricks here and there. Other than that, that was all I had that I liked. But we can move along to things we did not like. So Aubrey Litchfield, Queen of All Nerds, Long May She Reign, please tell us what you did not like about this movie.
0: It was just boring. Like, I feel like Rob Zombie has his genre maybe he's good at old school horror i don't really know i know that that's his passion it's not my thing so i can't really speak to his ability to capture that but this was like an old school comedy about horror characters and it just kind of like I I see he really tried but it felt like a lot in two hours like he, it's almost like he crammed the entire story of the monsters into two hours rather than how it was a TV show he took a whole TV show and just rammed it right into a movie you don't really care that much like you build an admiration for these characters over the course of a TV show and here we just like go right into it and are supposed to really like enjoy the story of them i don't know it just it it felt a little lost in a way because there was so much if that makes sense but i also was pretty bored so maybe i just didn't pay attention enough either plus it's two hours you know i have about an hour and a half cap before i lose my attention span
2: all right Marcellus reagans what about you things you did not like about this movie
1: well before i watched the movie i did go back and watch a few episodes of the monsters the original monsters just to kind of get a a frame of reference to see what was going to be happening in the movie and i will say he did stick pretty close to the vibe of the original tv show so this does feel like a full color episode of the Monsters, But again, like I said, it's an origin story, but it doesn't have a a story, like a solid story. It's only interesting because you know who Grandpa is and you know who Lily and Herman are. If you didn't know who the monsters were, if you take that element out, like the story underneath it is barely there. It's like a thread of nothingness. So that I thought was, you know, you can have all their pretty visuals. You can have these characters give good performances. You can have these great cameos, other actors coming in, delivering these quick little Jokes and animation, you can do all of that stuff. And that's great. But if you don't have a story <laughs> that, that makes any of this make sense, then what's the point? Then it, The foundation of the story is non-existent barely barely there in this movie so that's my one big drawback of it if if i didn't know anything about the monsters i should be able to fall in love with herman and lily and understand their plight and root for them i didn't with this story at all yeah other than that that's my that's my biggest biggest issue with it
2: okay you know i i I actually have quite a few issues with the movie (laughs) um it's to echo something you said earlier mark a lot of it is who is this for a lot of times when i was watching this there were just stretches of the movie that i also goes to what aubrey said because this is two hours long there's no need for this to be two hours long you get in and out in 90 minutes or less including credits i think this might be a little more positive a review two hours is an ask it is a big ask so i kept thinking like who is this for because it would start to be kind of goofy i'm like all right is this for kids so then some of the content wasn't a hundred percent like for kids so i'm like all right well maybe it's not for kids and i just was like i think this movie is strictly for rob zombie and his friends <laughs> made this movie for themselves and got netflix or whoever to pay for it and you know cash it's not like
0: foo fighters they made a movie and it was really just for dave grohl and his friends
1: that was a much better movie yeah. than- <laughs> at least they had an idea of a script before they started before they turned the cameras on so they it's get points
0: there was no story to this.
2: There there was it just there was stretches of this movie and not long stretches, but I was like a 10, 15 minutes here and there where I'm just like this isn't funny. It's not interesting. Who is this movie for? And I I could not come up with an answer. I, I just couldn't. I agree with you Mark I think the story is a disaster. The story of the movie is Lily and Herman are supposed to be m- meeting and getting married. Plus Someone steals their house. Right. It, it, it needed to be one or the other because it, it just felt like too much. It felt like too much. And neither of the stories really got fair play. So you never really got to invest in either one. It, I I would have preferred the movie to just be centered around them dating and eventually getting married or centered around them already being together and someone steals their house. Like either or. It, it, just, it just never... It just felt really disjointed, really disjointed. And it just did not work for me. And then the worst part of all of this, and and I guess, you know, as a comedy, I think this is probably the worst part of the movie is that it's generally not funny. (laughs) Yeah. It's mostly cringe. Um, I mentioned liking the vampire electric music. There is a scene where Count Orlock tries to seduce Lily by disco dancing. Right. (laughs) That almost made me shut it off. I was close. (laughs) If I was not watching it for this podcast, I would have just shut it off and not finished the movie. It was that cringe. Arby, were you a fan of sexy vampire techno music?
0: I did have subtitles on, so I did read them. And I thought I, I like chuckled for a second and then went right back to looking at my phone. Right. And Max was like, all right, I guess I'm paying attention to this for you. <laughs> 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 it's like, I guess so.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was that was where my big three complaints really was that at times it was hard to figure out who this movie was for and it, it wasn't funny. Like it just wasn't funny.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's really based well, not based, but it, it really follows the kind of comedic timing and chops of the original sixties TV show. But you know, there's a reason why you go back and watch those shows and they're cringeworthy now. So maybe that's something that shouldn't have been adapted for uh 2022. Maybe they could, they could have Done something totally different. But making a 1960s TV show in full color on a you know million-dollar budget or whatever, it, d- it didn't work.
2: Do you think, Mark, it would have worked better if they added a laugh track in?
1: You know what? Yes. <laughs> I honestly do. The laugh track is is horrendous on the original TV show. But you know what? I think that would have fit perfectly with this. I actually think that would have helped out a lot.
2: Interesting. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching. It was like, this really is a laugh track. I didn't go back. Unlike you, Mark, I did not go back and watch any episodes of the original show. I haven't seen them since I was very young. So I I obviously could be misremembering the show. It's, I mean, I don't remember it being this goofy, but then again, I was like six, so maybe it was this goofy and I just was just so in love with, uh, Yvonne Carlo because she has a great last name. <laughs> I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't remember it being so cringe, but yeah, it, it just, it just never hit for me. I don't, I, maybe it was the story too. I mean, Aubrey, do you, did you really need a Munsters prequel to learn about how they got married?
0: I don't think I needed this at all.
2: <laughs> what about you, Mark? Well, you know, for both of them, it was like love at
1: first sight. So there isn't really a lot of conflict in their relationship. Or will they or won't they kind of thing. You know, I think an <laughs> I think a better example of this would be uh, the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas. Because you get, you get Fred and Wilma's... Backstory and their meeting and baby, um. Pebbles. The- Um, not a dinosaur, the purple dinosaur. Oh, Dino, yeah. Yeah, so you get how they met and how they got Dino and all of that stuff. And the story isn't boring and there's actually a few chuckles in it. So I think that's, a and it's, and again, based on a 60s TV show, I think that's a much better example of uh, how to do it than this one is.
2: Yeah, I I kind of agree with you there with there's not much conflict in their relationship and their according. And the only conflict you would have had is if you maybe made that the main story of the movie was maybe like grandpa trying to keep them apart but they never really go all in on that it, it it just does there's nothing there they meet they fall madly in love they go on one date and then they're married yeah you know so,
1: and that's something that they never explains in in a TV show at all like the TV show starts off with everything already established so unless you're like a really big monsters fan that really wanted to know how they met that's the only reason why this movie would exist.
2: What if the movie was explaining how a Frankenstein impregnates a vampire and they have a werewolf as a child?
1: <laughs> uh, it's all a bunch of googly As long as they can get the uh, creature of the Black Lagoon in there for a cameo, that's all that matters.
2: <laughs> I did a, I did think that was a little goofy. I did have some sensible chuckles at that, I will say. But for the most part, there was never a, a moment where I was laughing out loud or anything. I just had a couple like... Like type things, mostly from stuff like that when randomly the creature of the Black Lagoon shows up or there was I cannot remember the joke, but grandpa made a joke about Herman when they were when he's walking up the stairs first to meet Lily that I I thought was pretty funny. And that was pretty much it for the most part. Uh, Just. It's too cringe. It's too long. It's not funny. It's tough. It's a tough watch. So, Aubrey, would you be interested in a sequel, a TV series, any kind of spinoff continuing this? No. Markella.
1: Uh Of this version, no. No. But there was kind of a reboot that happened a few years ago from the guy that, I want to say he did, like, Pushing Daisies and some other, like, TV shows. Where he did a Munsters reboot, like a remake of it. And it was actually pretty good. I, I was the only person that thought so because they canceled it after the first Are episode. Are you
2: talking about Here Comes the Munsters on Fox in 1995? No, no.
1: This one was with uh, Jerry O'Connell as uh, Herman Munster.
2: Oh, uh, OK, because that one starred Ben Stiller's wife as Marilyn. So,
1: Oh, really? Oh, OK. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Not I don't know what
2: she yet. looks like now, but man, she was smoking hot for a while there. So, <laughs> She looks like Marsha Brady, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. the only way I'll ever see her. You're not dissuading me right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that you brought those up. Those two Brady Bunch movies, I absolutely love. I think that is the way to make this kind of happen. But obviously we didn't have the creative work behind the scenes for it or the budget. But man, those Aubrey, did you ever see those? The Brady Bunch movies? Probably a long time ago. Might be a good Patreon to revisit. I, I loved those movies. I saw them both in the movie theater, shockingly enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. I am I'm all set with a sequel, a prequel, any of that stuff. I am all set. But Aubrey, last question. Should Rob Zombie try a different genre or go right back to weird grindhouse movies?
0: I don't know. I think he's good at, I think his passion is in those old school horror movies. And maybe that's just what, maybe he should redo the old black and white horror movies with all the neon.
2: Ellis Reagans, you want to see him take another swing at something else or go back to what he does? Is this the Jersey girl of his... <laughs> filmography.
1: Uh yeah, I don't really care for him to do any other movies. Like a Rob Zombie f- joint does not excite me in any way whatsoever, but he does have talent. He has a, a visual style um and as long as I think if someone else can do the script, like I think he'll do a good TV show. If you let him do like like a six episode grand house horror show that has like a team of writers behind it, like a writers room to really shape the scripts, I think that would be We'd be singing a totally different tune to the talents of Rob Zombie if that happened. But him writing his own stuff? Nope. Nope.
2: Sorry, dude. So true detective season four, he should, he should direct that. If
1: if it's a grand house horror story. Yes. Why not?
2: Can't be worse than season two. So I don't think, I think it's physically possible unless you actually gouge your own eyes out while watching something for it to be worse than season two of true detective. Um, yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat as you, Mark. I I wouldn't mind seeing him try something else again. And to me, that was really the pull of this movie was to see how he handled something that wasn't one of those grindhouse horror movies. But I, I, this just wasn't it. Unfortunately, I'd love to see him direct something with a strong producer, with a strong writing team behind it, and just let him go nuts visually and not have to worry about the rest. But I don't think we're ever going to get that. So sadly... I think we're going back to uh house of 10,000 corpses we'll be <laughs> coming out soon or something like that. So that's it. That's our review of Monsters. Now we've got to score it zero to five, five being the best zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield. What do you got?
0: I'm going to give it a uh, one and a half. All right.
2: All right. Not as bad as I thought. Is this yeah, the worst like movie you've seen this year?
0: Um,
2: no. All right. Marcellus Regans. What about you?
1: Yeah. I'm going to give it a two. Uh, strong visuals, uh, strong, well, not strong performances, but solid performances and the ability to really try to capture what the original TV show was. You know, there's something behind it. So uh, I'm going to give it a two out of five.
2: Okay. I'm going to agree with Aubrey and go one and a half. I could never see myself watching this again. Some cool visuals and cool ideas and his wife being hot are just not enough to push it up to a two, two and a half for me. So I am at a one and a half. Probably will never watch this again. Will it make it on my bottom five of the year? We'll see. I don't feel antagonistic towards this. Like something that sucks really bad and you're like angry about it. Right. I don't feel that way towards this. movie.
0: Like senior year with... Uh... Rebel wilson
2: i don't even know what that is but it's I'm awful assume it's not something i want to watch so it's
0: on netflix you should watch it
2: mm, that's okay maybe i'm thinking something like the movie men which uh, i am angry at that movie like i don't like that movie and i'm mad about it like i don't feel that way towards monsters it just was not good but it, it, I don't feel mean towards it. And I don't feel like it, it meant to be bad. It was trying its best, I guess, the best way to put it. But a one and a half out of five for me. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got?
0: Great question. I have been watching House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. I think it's the only show I've actually kept up with and She-Hulk. So I recommend all three of those. I feel like I'm on a lonely island with Rings of Power. So if anybody wants to join me on my island, be
2: very, very lonely island for (laughs) Rings of Power. How much do they spend on that? A billion dollars? Two billion
0: dollars? I'm enjoying every second of it.
2: <laughs> A lot of money to cure insomnia, let me tell you. I
0: know. Even Max left me on my island. It's like, peace, bitch. I don't want to <laughs> watch that with you.
2: <laughs> you thought nothing would be able to overcome it, but not even your bomb ass pussy can overcome the annoyingness <laughs> and the boringness of Rings of Power.
0: I I couldn't will it.
2: All right, Markellis Reagans, how about you? Uh,
1: Yeah, I haven't watched anything this week. I barely was able to watch the Munsters. Uh, But I do want to recommend if you are thinking about going to see Black Panther Wakanda Forever, tickets are on sale now. I got my tickets already and I am going to be there opening night. So, uh, yeah, let's go and support this uh, small indie movie that might not make any money
2: (laughs) this year. Right. (laughs) Did you love that new trailer, Mark?
1: You know what? I, I liked it a lot. I liked it because it answered questions and it intrigued my interest in the quote unquote villain of the movie. So yeah, I liked that. I liked the first one better, but I like this one. Okay.
2: All right. Well, I recommend that you go to sowizardpodcast.com and you're going to find the podcast every week there. You're going to find links to all our video, Patreon content, all our social media accounts, so wizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We'll be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there at YouTube.com backslash so wizard podcast. There's also our Patreon at Patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. This month is the only place to hear our review of Spirit Halloween, the movie. I wonder if they have Spirit Halloween in other countries. Hmm. Probably not. (laughs) Our poor international listeners, who we love so much. We love you guys. All these countries I see popping up on our stats, like Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Australia, New Zealand, Denmark.
0: They'd be overrun with Spirit Halloweens. The United Kingdom... Italy all these oh, places Oh, bungalow blew over let me build a spirit Halloween there
2: <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about but I'm gonna keep going all of our beloved international listeners the last few weeks have been asked out because the woman king is not anywhere playing other than the United States Pearl doesn't even have a release date internationally so they have not been able to enjoy uh, our reviews of these movies but we still love you guys so hit us up on social media let me know if you guys have Spirit Halloween stores in your country. But that's the only place you can hear a review of the movie based on the store, which I'm sure will be fantastic because when has anything like that ever been bad?
1: (laughs) It's going to be amazing. I can't wait for Walmart slash IHOP, (laughs) the movie coming out. (laughs) denny's the movie (laughs)
0: can you imagine a waffle house movie that would be good
1: i'm buying my tickets right now
2: (laughs) would make me hungry i'll tell you that
0: people in tube tops fighting it'd be amazing
2: (laughs) world star (laughs) well uh so i will also recommend that you know jump on your streaming there's a lot of cool streaming stuff coming out right now whether that's horror or whether that movies like hocus pocus 2 or the mcu's first halloween special werewolf by night because coincidentally, those are the movies we're going to be reviewing next week on the podcast. It's a double review of two things. Hocus Pocus 2 and Werewolf by Night. I've never even seen Hocus Pocus 1. So this is going to be a wild couple I'm a, days I'm for a me. week
0: ahead. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Enjoy it while you can, Aubrey. I know. This it's never happened. i got a group that. <laughs> but that is going to do it. That has been episode number 426 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all vampire sexiness, Aubrey Litchfield. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your impression of electronic dance music
0: yeah it's like that that zooming in and out scene
2: oh okay <laughs> almost
0: like they do in batman yeah.
2: oh my god and the expert mr Marquis marcellus reagan's uh, everybody have yourself a great week
1: and wakanda forever
2: <laughs> we'll see you guys next week double review hocus pocus 2 and werewolf by night good journey